Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Cosmo Happy Hour. It's everything you would talk about with your best friends, from sex to celebrity to entertainment. From the editors of Cosmopolitan.com, this is the Cosmo Happy Hour with Elisa Benson. Welcome to Cosmopolitan.com happy hour, the happiest hour of your week. I need to get a new tagline. That's like not clever. I just say that every time. So, um, you know, this is really the season where it's so cold that you don't want to leave your house. And so you make the party come to you, otherwise known as the holiday season. You know, I think every time, you know, every year at this time of year, I think that I'm going to be like, holiday goals like I'm gonna go to every single holiday party I'm invited to I'm gonna show up with like cookies that I make myself in a little box that are like tied in cute twine I am going to like stroll down Fifth Avenue with peppermint hot chocolate and like admire all the windows displays none of this ever happens I'm like the hottest of hot messes I'm forever showing up to holiday events 45 minutes late like with whatever I managed to buy on the way and I can only assume that all my regular listeners listen to this because they are hot messes just like me. So to help us get all in order, I've enlisted two of my favorite party planner hoster extraordinaires um, to help us all get our shit together. Um, so I would like to introduce Helen Jung, who's the executive lifestyle editor for Cosmopolitan.com. Hi, Helen. Hi, Elisa. Um, I don't think you're a hot mess, by the way. Oh, thank you. I think you're you. so amazing and put together. Oh, my God. That's not true, but I will take it. Um, I should say that Helen is like the best person in New York City if you need a restaurant recommendation for any. It's like you're basically like um, you're like a seamless for you're like a Yelp for restaurants. Like it's like I can be like, I need a dinner for five people that I've never met at a hot spot with like and you just know yeah yeah so you're amazing at that um you can plan a flawless event in your sleep i think um you throw all of our little cosmopolitan.com i was squirming in my seat right now (laughs) too many nice things i'm talking you up (laughs) yes um but no it's all true um and then i am also here with joanna salt hi joanna hi the site director for delish.com which is sort of a delicious Melty, funny, millennially site that is all about food and entertaining. Does that sum it up? That I would say is perfect. Melty, as long as you have melty in there, I would say that's everything is melting off the screen. There's a lot of melting. There's a lot of melting happening at (laughs) delish.com. Um, so sort of just diving right in, you know, Joe, I have to get this off my chest at the very beginning of this episode. Do you remember a few years ago when I was at your house, oh I gosh. think for Rosh Hashanah? East, e- was it Rosh Hashanah or Easter? It was one of them. One which, of, by the way, I, sounds like the completely most ridiculous thing. Was it Rosh Hashanah <laughs> or Easter? Well, what was it? Like, which which are you? Joe celebrates everything. Literally everything. You love hosting so much that you celebrate well, every... Well, to be fair, my mother's Jewish. My father's Catholic. So we do, in fact, tell, we legitimately celebrate every single thing. But also because I like to do it. But, but they, I, I think it was Easter. Was it Easter? Were you with people or was well, it just my family? What I was going to say that stands out to me, the only thing I remember is spilling 
soup all over <laughs> your mother-in-law. Do oh you remember God. this? Like, it was, like, scalding hot soup. <laughs> I, I think was, that was Passover. Was, that might have been Passover. Uh, that might have been Passover. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I, not. I, don't I even can't know. even I don't remember. Even I spilled soup all over her. She was like wearing her like nice oh outfit. God. I was so, I'm still actually mortified. And that was maybe four years ago. I will say that, first of all, no one remembers but you. We can't even remember the holiday that it was. <laughs> right. But also, I think other guests have since grossly offended my mother-in-law in much deeper ways so that what if there was in fact bad blood it's over it's definitely over better. it's been yeah it's been more um deep offenses keep them coming oh <laughs> to um so that was i feel like basically just establishing that i am like the worst guest ever but um so i kind of you know, usually when we do these episodes, I feel like I invite people on, but then spend the entire time talking about myself. But I'm not going to do that this time because I actually have so many questions for you guys. So I'm just going to dive right in, which is professional opinion. I feel like the one thing that everyone listening to this right now needs to know is if you were a, a guest at somebody's house for the holidays or for any kind of event or party, how much do you spend on the bottle of wine that you bring? Oh, gosh. Oh, And do you Lord. bring – if you have no idea – what their preferences are do you bring red or white like is there one that's safer or like I'm gonna let you feel this please I'll give my opinion but I want you to start okay so as someone who is um, frequently hosting I find that I get way too many bottles of wine for the most part Uh, that people just automatically bring that I thought that was like you had to well it I actually really like when people ask me what I need because then I can just say, yo, will you grab a bag of ice? And that's like $5 or less as opposed to, you know, maybe $15 or $20 that you're spending on a bottle of wine. Right. But what about the people that are like, just yourself? uh, Do you really mean that if you say, like, just bring yourself? I feel like, wait, first of all, I have to second her opinion and say that I agree that I would rather someone ask or bring something creative I feel like my basement is currently filled with a million bottles of red everybody seems to bring red and I have like a thousand red like bottles in my basement that I'll I will never never. unless I become a raging alcoholic I'm never gonna get through them I mean maybe I should at this (laughs) point (laughs) um, but I would rather someone ask Oftentimes I do do just like bring yourself, but yeah. I also kind of appreciate if someone shows up with even just like a little bottle. Oh, I stopped and bought these like cookies. Like if you live right. in the city, like people show up with like Levan cookies or like they right. show something that's like just a like shows a little even. thoughtful something or okay. like a bottle of tequila or, you know, something that just is like I took an extra second to think rather than just like this is the Any bottle I bumped wine. into when I walked into the Which is always store. what I bring. So about I'm like, I need to get this right. I need to write this all down. I need to listen to this podcast every day of my life. Um, when you're saying ask, is this like one of those things like on the wedding day where it's like you can't talk to the bride on the wedding day? Is it like you have to ask in advance or like, you know, is it basically lazy if I text you guys or I email you, you know, two hours before your party and it's like, what can I bring? I find that super. I actually find that's super helpful. I'll I'll give one personal example where it's not like a last minute text, but I I recently just went to a party at one of my editors, one of the delish.com editors, um her apartment and I and I knew she was like doing a lot of cooking and I decided that instead of like showing up with like food or whatever that I was going to stop at 7-Eleven legitimately and buy like a bunch of like 
super low rent, amazing, delicious chips like Love. Cool Ranch and yeah. like cheddar sour cream Pringle. What an inspired, inspired moment! Oh my god, it was like I was just like we're gonna like go down and dirty. Like you say, we say meltyaboutdelish.com, but I'm like this is like let's just get as like dirty as we can. What kind of party was this? It was a birthday party, and it was like and she and she comes from like a legit food bag. Like she was making really legit things, right? But I was like. But I'm just gonna like go. We're gonna get sour cream. Now we're gonna get sour cream and cheddar. We're just no, gonna. I, I, I don't remember. I got like Frito, like Fritos, and and I showed up with like a bag of like a, a bag full of bags, and everybody was like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh!" Like at the end when everybody was like hammered, the che- like people were clawing. Yes, literally. Yes. Like one of this. my friends left with a st- secret stash of Fritos. <laughs> I'm stealing this her, idea. Like, it was like the flaming hot Cheetos. That's what it was in her purse. Well, which I feel like it's just like something funny, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not even saying it was like a genius moment it was more just like what's the thing that's going to be surprising and fun yeah no I feel like that's so surprising and fun and actually I sort of think you hit on another thing which having something kind of individually packaged that people can almost take as like a to-go thing mm-hmm. I think is kind of nice too totally um but I have to say around that like quick and dirty route um my roommate and I at the very last minute this year decided to have people over to watch the fireworks for July 4th and so you know, we're like at the last minute, kind of like throwing some things together, or whatever. Um, and we like, you know, chopped up watermelon with mint and like, um, like I don't know. We made all these different like a uh, like. You are, by the way, and, like I I've seen your work, and your work is astounding, Helen. <laughs> this you. one here can't. Like, I don't know why she like you are the entertainer. I to know. End all entertainer. Uh, she's lying when she says she's a hot mess. Totally. Where she's like, oh, I just accidentally mm, came up with this party theme know, this with like, watermelon and mint. Right. You know, I do. If I'm hosting people, I feel like I want it to be a bit of like a spectacle. I actually feel more comfortable in the hosting role than in the like guest <laughs> role. To a party. <laughs> That's when I should literally show up 45 minutes late with like the bottle of red wine sitting in Joe's all basement. That's, That's probably been there. Stop. I think. We, we probably, I think we would have gotten <laughs> yeah, through it by yeah. this point. But I was going to say, so we made all this stuff for this like very last minute July 4th party and it was really cute and it came all together. But when we were shopping at the very last minute, we threw in our cart the seasonal Oreos that were like s'more flavor and we were like, s'moreos, mm. this is so cute. And that was all anyone talked about. All night people were like, these Oreos are so good, which to be fair, they were delicious, but it was just like, why try? Totally. <laughs> it's true. Well, Ina, I mean, Ina Garten, who I feel like <laughs> It's like everybody's god right. godmother of entertaining always said that like something I mean now I know was a thousand percent not talking about s'morios when right. she said this but she always says that like don't cook everything right like buy some things right. like store bought like I feel advice. like I always have your similar thoughts about the season when I'm starting into the season when I'm like like we just posted uh, like 50 um, 50 holiday apps 50 holiday appetizers and I legitimately I'm like I'm obviously going to make every single one of these this holiday like every day like every right. day I'm rolling out a new appetizer or like at the party I'm hosting I'm actually hosting Friendsgiving tomorrow and I'm like obviously I need to have 60 apps there right. because that's what a good host would do but at the end of the day I'm most likely probably going to buy like I'll probably make like two of them and then buy like queso I don't know Soria's <laughs> like what will you buy wait is this your first Friendsgiving you've hosted since becoming site director of Delish.com yeah. and you were previously at Food Network so I it's was. not like this is your first rodeo but I also feel like it's sort of like you're running the Delish show there's pressure to be melty it's 100% <laughs> funny though how different it is like the two approaches like when I was at Food Network magazine I was definitely like 
I was like, you know, and I still am like an eye in a groupie, like, you know, it's like a little like shaved Parmesan, like Parmesan chunks and, you know, like olives and whatever. Like this year, I'm like, buffalo chicken. Like, what can we buffalo this year to this year? Like, I'm obviously I need to have five buffalo ver- versions of buffalo chicken dip and then like 20 things with ranch. Like my, my, I have literally, you know, a delish, we, as I said, like down and dirty, but like I, my, my food tastes have changed dramatically. Everything's in dip form now. Like everything is in dip <laughs> or, um, form. Or no churn ice cream. No I churn. feel like that's all over. Oh my god, we're so, like we are big on the no churn. The hot chocolate no churn, by the way, is like sick and amazing, and is like a like an entertaining dream. So I, like make that if you if you have time to go to delish.com and check out that it's sick and stupid hot cocoa no churn. I want to make that right now. No, it's like the best thing we've ever. I I honestly think it's like the best recipe we have. That um, you've done. It's that it's like my favorite. Well, I actually feel like ice cream is kind of a secretly good entertaining thing because I feel like one of my secrets to entertaining is just put things in individual cups like that's what makes it look cute and so ice cream I feel like if you just have some little like you know cute like party city little like paper bowls with like chevron stripes and you like give people a scoop I feel like it's a whole thing but that's like smorio too I mean but that's exactly it's the thing where people are like they don't expect it and you're like oh look how fun this is it's not it's not any more particular I mean the note what's nice about that the recipe that we have and I don't mean to keep going back to it and I, I promise not to harp on it any more than I am right now but it's a super easy recipe that's done really fast that looks fancy I, I honestly think though that you could go and buy like Chunky Monkey or like something right. really awesome flavor in the store and have like the same thing and right. like put or like candy even... crushed candy canes out and some hot sauce you know or some hot uh, hot uh, hot fudge, well, not hot sauce. Mm, hot sauce. Um, but I do feel like that's something. It, it's all in the presentation. Helen, I'm taking up the entire conversation. No, that's okay. It's sorry. fascinating. <laughs> I love how either wh- whether you're at Food Network or Delish, it's like you're overachieving. Highbrow, lowbrow, it's doesn't like, matter. I don't you just got to put out 60 things. You, I do. I try not. But I think that like ultimately what happens is that like I fail in that way where I'm like, like I'll be like running around like crazy. My husband will be like, why are you like you don't need to make like the party's still going to be fine I mean and honestly not to keep harping on Ina also she always says that too where no one's going to leave and be like well she only had eight appetizers right she, we thought there was going to be 12 you know <laughs> like like now the party is ruined um, no most people leave and they're sick I mean that's also yeah. you know like I think we all tend to get into that thing where it's like obviously you need to have a thousand pounds of leftovers right. at the end of the party right or it was a complete failure, it was a failure. but I I do think, okay, so maybe people aren't going to notice if you have eight appetizers instead of 12 appetizers, but I think the one party planning thing that you never want to F up is how much booze you have. Mm -hmm. Um, Helen, you just wrote something about this on the site, and I know that there was actually (laughs) people in the comments were like, what? It was a recommendation about how many bottles of wine you need per guest. What is your recommendation? I don't remember. It was a chart, right? It was a chart, but I think it was sort of like... Wait, by the way, what's your, like... When what's your internal gate like? Do you, do you have first of all when you entertain like do you have like boozy friends who like go through the wine fast or do you find that you're always left with a thousand extra bottles? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to ask a no, question. No, please. Just like, I'm just I'm curious because this is professional. You are the professional. It kind of depends on the crowd, to be honest. You know, and sometimes it'll be like they'll just be drinking bottles of beer all night, and I'll have the cocktail that I batched up <laughs> like totally untouched. Right. And then other times, you know, they're going through the wine. I, I don't know. It kind of depends on the crowd for me. So interesting. Yeah. And I like, I feel like I've moved into like where I really want to have like a specialty cocktail on the menu. So like trying to modify some kind of recipe for like a pitcher size. But then it's also like, well, maybe people want wine and like maybe people want beer. And 
I feel like the other thing that has happened at the last few parties that I've hosted is that I've decided like midway through when it's going really well and it's really boozy, I'm like, I have to double this like cocktail recipe right now. So it's like you dump a whole nother bottle of bourbon in and then oh like one God. person drinks it and everyone goes home. <laughs> so, yeah. And you're like, thanks. Not right. Exactly. Like that's like $40. Shed a tear for that but bourbon. Exactly. But I think what you're what you're speaking to, though, is a is an entertaining trap that I think a lot of people fall into. And, and I know my mother-in-law um who you so kindly spilled soup on. Yes. Um, she always has that thing where she'll like host dinner for just our family. Like, so we're talking about like six, eight, me- eight people max. And she'll be like, I'm making a roast, but I'm also making chicken in case people want chicken. Right. And you're like, no, serve the roast. Right. You know, like just commit to something. Right. And like, and if someone is not, doesn't want the roast, they're gonna make it through. Do you right. think your mother in law is trying to one up you in the hostess I realm? mean, like, we, she's already lost the game. Okay. <laughs> Helen, let's be honest. Sorry. It's been said. The, the shots have been fired. Okay. Mom. Um, but I actually do feel like what you're saying is like, I think a trap that people fall into where it's like, Absolutely. commit to the thing that you're gonna serve. Don't buy, you don't have. Not everyone. It's funny. I went to that that party that I went to the other night, right. which, by the way, was super fun. And Lindsay is a fantastic hostess. Lindsay Funston, one of my editors. She's a fantastic hostess. But I was driving, which, by the way, we should, I'll mention this too because this is part of the boozy conversation. Right. I was driving, so I had one glass of wine at the beginning, and then I didn't have any more to drink. But she legitimately didn't have a single non-alcoholic <laughs> drink there, oh, wow. and so I was like, and she was making she was like making fun of herself for it, which was totally fine because I was fine with water but she was like I can't believe I don't have a single she's like I have milk could you want some milk <laughs> right. and I was like I don't think I want she's milk like, milk or water <laughs> right. <from> my <laughs> right exactly but I would say also that's a I, really good point I have to I would say that's the one thing right that just like have something non-alcoholic at least one maybe, option one non, right. sure but you're also I also feel like you're a sangria girl like when you yeah. host you love to make a big batch of like those yes. things like that and you gave me ages ago which I've made a million times a sangria recipe oh God, where the secret ingredient one. is tequila which yes. not only tastes mm-hmm. delicious but was also just like fun like I don't know why it's like fun to give it to people and be like the secret ingredient (laughs) (laughs) people love tequila they do it's a party drink which I would say is something more fun to bring sometimes than wine that's why people are like oh wow I didn't have to bring this but I do want to say though that um making sure that you have something non-alcoholic but also like if you because I mean I, I would imagine that a lot of your listeners don't live in metropolitan areas too you know, I don't know where they live I don't know I, I don't everyone know. tweet me where you live <laughs> tweet to where you live um, because I live in the suburbs right. and so for what me is that? Which Just is, kidding. I know, I know. It's this area outside the city, beyond the buildings. I don't if know you what you're talking If you through the buildings and you see land, that's where it is. Oh. I live out there. Um, but I will say that also people are driving, right. right? And so the booze factor becomes a little bit more, like the gauge becomes a little bit askew because I think, you know, clearly not everybody can be like, right. get you a can't, roll out hammered. Right, you can't Everybody's got to be careful. Right, right. Yeah, so I which is what I try to, to do. Right. Well, I mean, it's more fun. Yeah. But I do try to make sure that there's things for people who aren't drinking to enjoy. I would say that's right. probably more important than having like 50 liquors. Right, right, know, or right. Something. I don't know. That's a good. That's, that's a really good point. So what about, okay, we've talked about sort of what to bring when you show up and maybe wine isn't the best option. What about if you're in a situation where maybe it's like your boyfriend's family where you're going and you want to bring some kind of hostess gift? I feel like I read in the internet that you should not bring flowers because they require, you know, the vase and the Care. water. and Exactly. Um, um, is there sort of so you know I think that's where I'm always like the bottle of wine but is there sort of another go-to hostess gift that you guys think is sort of always appropriate 
And especially think about, you know, you're meeting the family for the first time. You don't really know anything about them. It might be hard to do something that's actually thoughtful. I don't know. Helen, what are Helen. you're so I always ask you, why I feel like are you I'm guys actually, both looking no, at me? You're like right the chicest now. ever. You are like the chic of chic. Oh, That's why I'm so just much. like yeah. I'm like Fritos. Obviously, you see the flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> right. Exactly right answer for this. But also I feel like I have literally asked you this question before in the what three years we've been working together. I don't know about other person's mom, but I personally feel like the best hostess gift I ever got was this really elegant box of chocolates that someone brought me. Oh, and the chocolates were so uh, nice good. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and they yeah. were perfect for after the meal. So that's nice. And like how many chocolates? <laughs> Taking notes. 12? 12. Okay. So like, but oh. it was it was a small dinner. So. Right. Yeah. I right. remember somebody once saying that because um, my gut was for a second was wrongly like a can- like I just went to Williams Sonoma and they had like a really beautiful arrangement of like scented candles, which I was like, oh, that would be a nice gift. And then I was like, suddenly in my brain saying that would be a terrible idea because like scents are what such a don't personal like experience. Yeah. Right. That said, I do remember someone at some point having the suggestion, which I always thought was nice, like really beautiful tea towels or like oh, really I love that. like like chic, like ones yeah. that aren't so committed to a style that like right. could just be like for anyone's kitchen anywhere, which I feel like is like the kind of thing that people are always like right. could really use these. That right. said, you could end up sending a message of just like you're doing the dishes You're really now. dirty. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Like, right, this right, is for right. when I leave you with a sink full of crap. You right. Know? Like, exactly. Here but, you go. But Bye. I do remember, I I do remember somebody once giving that that suggestion. I can't even take credit. I won't take credit for it. But I, I remember that being like a good, that actually being a nice idea. Something that's useful. I think yeah. useful is nice. Cho- like, I feel like chocolates is a lovely idea as well. Right. Though, especially and when you're in some place that has so many. Right. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. If you need to go to an event and you are supposed to bring food, I have a lot of questions about this. You're supposed to bring food, but let's say it's a situation like my regular life where you are not going to be able to cook something and you have to pick something up. Is there like a good grocery store go-to that doesn't feel like, oh, I just like stopped at the grocery store? I mean, so, not that so, I think so. So the question is, you bring your, you have to bring something prepared. You have to bring food, and yes. you, and there's it's no a like friendsgiving heating. There's no, there's no. What is? I'm just trying to follow it through, well, and you can't make something, right? Okay, right. I'm I'll thinking. actually like give you kind of a. This is maybe a super specific example, but I'm flying to Ohio tomorrow, and I'm tailgating um, with like a whole like family of people that do sort of like a giant like one of those um like outside the Ohio State yeah, yeah, yeah. stadium and they do the whole like um you know they have multiple TVs set up oh like God, they yeah. really go hard like they'll have a ton of food there but i want to bring a food dish since it's like a 3:30 game we'll be tailgating starting at 11 everyone will be eating but like i'm literally flying there and will not be able to cook anything so it's like what do i mean oh my like God. a bucket of fried chicken oh or God. like mac and cheese like KFC. Yes. yes yeah or I want that right like, now. Or just like a bajillion like McDonald's French fries. Oh like my god, fries like is such a good idea. Fries. Wait, that's actually. I was sort of thinking grocery store, but I love the drive-through. That is a good idea. Like, that's how I'm stealing. If I just piggybacked on Helen because yeah. she started the fried chicken, but that's, yeah. like I think that kind of stuff is a really good idea. Yeah. Because otherwise, what if you end up at the supermarket? I mean, what are your options really? You're gonna end up in the bakery section, right? right? Something like that, or. 
the packaged goods, which then you're back to like chips or right. Malamars or, you right. know, like, or something, you know, some cookie of some, it's like right. your options are a little bit more right because without some way to open a can or, you know, right. like. But it is like sort of give the people what they want, which is like McDonald's French fries. <laughs> I would say they're number one for a reason. Yeah. Or, but, but a bucket of fried chicken, I which is what I do want now is yeah. like also very smart. Yeah, I should mention that it's like we're recording this at 12:30 yeah. p.m. like it's a, I feel like we're all starving. I right feel now. like work requires like, fried chicken. Yeah, yeah for us right this moment. Exactly. Obviously, if there's an intern it is listening. Friday. 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 Yeah, Friday, exactly. Exactly. Um okay, so I'm like, well, that's not going through my list. Going through my list. What well, about that story in the Times that you were talking about where people don't throw parties anymore? Oh, yeah. Oh, Helen, that, that was on my list. Oh. oh, my God. Get out of my brain. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. So you've obviously, Helen, you've obviously seen this. Joe, did you see this? It was in September. Um, the Times, in September, the Times ran a piece that was basically saying that, like, sort of the death of the party, I think it was called. And it was talking about how millennials don't really throw parties. And, you know, this is a difficult thing to really get any real evidence about but what was the anecdote like what of, were they trying to one of the things that stuck out to me because I kind of feel like I relate to this is that they quoted a few people saying that basically it used to be that you could throw a party and just show up with a six pack but now people want you know a craft cocktail with um you know like Woodford bourbon or whatever it is and so basically it's gotten more expensive to host an event so that was one reason that maybe a 20-something, especially living in New York City, where none right. of us can afford to live here, right. you know, might say it's just not worth it to host people because, you know, the sort of Pinterest influence of how adorable everything needs to look, um, the sort of foodie culture has made it more challenging to really have somebody over for a casual thing because you feel like the stakes are pretty high. So funny. I feel like it's so, I mean, I'm curious to know what you guys think, but I feel like I'm seeing the opposite in that where I feel like people are entertaining more, but it's there's less of a I feel like people are having people over more and that it's become so much easier to do it because you have things like Pinterest and right. because you have like so much access now to like right. a million different like things to make your entertaining life easier. Right. But I'm curious to know if I'm in the in the out on this one because I feel like there's there's I feel like what they're talking about is like a very specific set of I guess millennials or or lazy whatever. millennials I guess so <laughs> or or highfalutin millennials who don't feel like comfortable just like hanging out with people like as they are I guess like I, I I'm trying to I'm trying to imagine the situation where I would be like, well, I would have that party, but gosh, like I just don't have I right. just can't make that small batch cocktail right. with the like homemade bitters. Right. And exactly. so I guess I'm not having a well, party now. And I think it's hard, you know, like whenever you read a piece like this, all you do is decide if it's true or false based on your own totally, personal experience. Totally. And I feel like it's a little hard for me to know because in part it's like, yeah, like the sort of parties of my youth that I used to throw were just like a bottle of Jaeger and like Bud Light and play like whatever. But it's also like, is that really a chain? Is that really a societal shift over the past 10 years or is it just that I'm older and sort of my my own tastes have evolved and well but I'll then I'll ask you guys though both to that to that story I mean like I saw I think I saw on Instagram the beautiful baby shower that you you guys threw here at that was offices. A, a par hashtag party by Helen party by <laughs> Helen and the theme was like 
I want to say it was like Cozy Cabin, but I'm wrong. What was it? Was it am I right? Something like that. So I saw on Pinterest, of course, um, that someone had thrown an Apple-themed baby shower, oh and the tagline was like, oh, this baby is the apple of, you know, Shelly's eye. So I sort of just lifted that and tried to recreate something similar. So, but that's what I feel like to both of you, and maybe right. I'm in the in the right company, like if I was like, guys, throw a Parisian baby shower tomorrow afternoon, you both could easily pull, I would no, think that's a easily, good point. and I would say somewhat probably inexpensively pull right. it off, or like throw an Apple-themed baby shower. Like It's it, easier it's, than it's, ever to have that inspiration at your fingertips. sort of Definitely. seems like it, Definitely. right? And and you know 15 places where you could go and buy French macaroons, I'm just saying, right. or whatever, or like Apple, or find 20 recipes for Apple martini. I just right. feel like... Or even like, I feel like the thing that's been floating around Pinterest for years is just sort of like the mimosa bar, where right. it's like, have the champagne and a little ice bucket, and then three different juices. That, you know, something like that is actually relatively easy to kind of throw together. Completely. But it looks and, so cute. and inexpensive. Yeah. Because you're buying like, you're buying Prosecco or whatever, and right. then you're buying... Three, I just, I guess, I just feel like it. That story clearly is speaking to such a specific set right. in society. I feel like people are looking for excuses right. to entertain more so than ever. But and I'm to also do it for the Instagram totally. to make it look and cute I'm, and beautiful. I'm, but that's the world I'm in, where I, the people I'm dealing with on a daily basis are constantly looking for recipes Obsessed. for obs- for these kinds of things. Right. So I'm also I might be askew also in right. that in that way. I should um say, Helen, I want to talk more about this baby shower, but not even that one specifically. <laughs> But just the joy of working in an office with Helen is she does plan all of our little parties and office events, which is basically like three times a week. <laughs> but so you come back from your, you know, your 4 p.m. meeting and get back to the office at like 5 p.m. or whatever it is. And like on any given day, we have a bar at Cosmopolitan.com. It's on amazing. Any, yes. On any given day, there's like a hashtag party by Helen happening. It's like bartenders. There was a shirtless bartender the I, other day. I, first of all, where's the my best. invite? Right. I'm just curious. I'm right next, next door. Time. You guys next have time. lots of parties, oh my God. too. We, yeah. we, try, we have a lot of food. Yeah, have an incredible amount of food, but no booze. But please, I'm here. I'm you know where to find me. Elisa got the best picture with the shirtless bartender, by the way. Yeah, oh he's sort of like staring at me, like he wants to marry me. It's which like is how a romance novel want. cover. It's like a romance. He's literally shirtless. Yes, it's how I want men to always stare at me. But um, so that is the best part about working with Helen is just like these little surprise pop up parties that look like they're like straight like Pinterest goals that just appear out of nowhere. Um. But you do such a good job. Thank you. And I think we are sort of running out of time, but I, there are two more things I had on my list that I need you experts to sort of weigh in on before we sign off. And um, one is, are you guys a believer in sort of like mixers or party games? And like, I have to say personally, I used to, you know, like, of course, like back in the day, you think that was like lame and embarrassing. But now I feel like I've turned into my mother and I like force people to like I force them into activities when I throw parties. Like I like to have activations. I want to know about these activities. I know. I'm curious Tell to know. Tell us what you do. Well, last year um, at a holiday party that my roommate and I threw for our friends, we did the thing where we took sort of like holiday characters, you know, it was like Scrooge and did a thing where you write that on an index card and like tape it to somebody's back and they have to get the other people to – you know, you can ask them yes or no questions and you have to guess what name is on your back. Mm. And these are like, I should say, this is like my regular crowd, like my girlfriends that I 
see all the time. And so like there was no real reason in that group of people that knew each other so well to force everyone into a mixer <laughs> and divorce their husbands into a mixer. But I was just like, this is on the agenda. Like, like when you we're walk doing. in the door. Exactly. But I think people actually thought it was fun. I actually can't stand when I throw a party and like the pockets of people like end up like they stay with and I will say I'm totally guilty of doing this where right. it's like if I go to a party I'm really really bad. I would consider myself a somewhat social person. I'm really bad at like engaging with people I don't know right. in a party. Somehow on an elevator I'm fine talking to a <laughs> random stranger but like at a party I'm yeah. like completely weirded out. Well so do you guys have tips about sort of like as the hostess in your role sort of like you want to keep everyone talking like I feel like I think that is so natural you talk to your husband you talk to your coworker, you talk to like the one or two people you know do you guys have any advice about sort of like making those connections or like you know I've tried to do the thing where it's like oh you have to meet so and so but you know sometimes you do the intro and oh you God. do thoughtful details all of Bridget Jones and then it like fizzles I am the queen of awkward starting of those kinds of things, too, where I recently, like, you know who I just introduced? You know both people. I just recently introduced um, Nick Newbeck, who's our creative director yes. at HTM, and Jess Musumichi, who is our old oh, creative director at... at yeah, I think that would be a match made in... But I, right, and I was like, you guys both, like, clean desks. I legitimately, <laughs> in an email introduction, I was like, you both, like, clean desks and brushing your teeth at work. I was like, I was like, I found the two randomest for things. Like, friends. obviously, you're going to be best friends now. But, like, I I'm really bad. I'm like, you guys both like the Mets. Right. Start your conversation now. I'm gonna walk away. I'm gonna make it weird and walk away. <laughs> like, so I'm really bad at that. So I would actually say that that don't. I don't, don't do have the answer to this. I'm so therefore I will. I will default to Helen, who I feel like has all the answers. I do not have all the answers, and in fact, I have never made anybody play any games okay. or do mixer type things. You're a low key host. Yes, I'm just. Here, hello, this is so-and-so. Um, but I like the idea. I wish I were like Elisa and did the party thing. My it takes, like, confidence. Yeah. It takes, like, party, party hosting You have confidence. to really have conviction, well, and I think you have that. It's like I literally have turned into my mom. I remember when I had my first, like, boy-girl party in, like, middle school or whatever, and, like, you know, that was a big deal, thinking about my outfit, like, you know, putting my hair in hot rollers, whatever. <laughs> and then it was just, like, it turned out that my mom had, like, planned all these games. And, of course, at the time, I was mortified so embarrassing but like, yeah but like you know my parents had done so much to sort of like you know they of course done all the real work I'd done my hair and that was it so like I sort of remember feeling like I like couldn't say no or it would like hurt my mom's feelings oh. but what ended up happening is we played all these games and it was so fun oh, like it was like nice. I people got really into it and like so probably ever since then I've just like been um like overly confident and forcing th people to do things at my parties. Well, I also feel like there's the argument too, because you know now it's like the time where people are planning holiday parties and like going out places to go for holiday parties. Right. And there's a big conversation of like, should you go someplace with like a bar or should you go like bowling or go someplace that has like a ping pong table, you right. know, like where you like have something to do because the argument being that like no one wants to stand around, like everybody right. wants to do something. So I would argue that that would support your, right. your theories that like well also it's just like we all know like even those of us who are so super social like everyone in this room like 
those parties where there's sort of not enough going on, it's just everyone on their phone. Mm-hmm. So I sort of feel or eating. like eating. Exactly. Well, how much time do you spend thinking about who you're inviting? Because oftentimes I feel like that's the most important thing. That's is true. You know, you have to have some fun person. In yeah. The house, like, oh really my god. Fun. I think I feel like every party I've ever thrown at the last minute, I just end up like posting it on Facebook and being like, like I feel like I have this like weird like I always. And Joe, I feel like you're you're the same way, which is why I ended up having so many like holidays with your family that you want to adopt any like straggler. Yeah. So I feel you know like the July- well that and I also love you. Right. But like, you, but yes, yes. But yeah, like so this July Fourth thing, you know, at the last minute, it was sort of like if anyone is like just here without anything to do and you need a place to watch the fireworks. So I feel like I usually end up like. It's like open invitation. Everyone who's listening to this podcast. <laughs> <is invited. laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, you're not allowed to be on your phone and you have to prepare. You have to exactly. plan to play a, a shit ton of games. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm warning you. It's like a celebrity wedding. Everybody drop your phones into yes. the bucket totally. when you get to the house. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's a genius idea. Maybe yeah. that's the new trend of just like leave your leave your phone at the yeah. door. Can you imagine people would not They would leave. Right. They would leave. They'd be like, thanks for having me. Right. No, I here's saw your, another New York Times, I think, trend story about this being a thing. Leaving your phone at the door. You're like not allowed to have your phone <gasps> out at dinner. Oh, you know, I have seen that. Like I know there's a bunch of restaurants now too that are like requiring that. But right, I walked into a, just a random store in Soho the other day, and there were all these signs up that were like, "Please do not photograph anything." Which, to be fair, it was a super chic store. Like it was the kind of store I would have wanted to Instagram. And in their case, <laughs> I kind of feel like that was probably partly that they don't. It was a lot of like artist things, right, right, and right. they don't want people like ripping off Stealing the idea. Off. But at the same time, it's like this feels so like passe to me. Like I feel like this day and age, any business you want to encourage people, especially yes. a restaurant, to be posting as much as possible. Yeah, I would say that that's yeah. how people engage. Yeah, I want people to post as much as possible when they come to my parties. I'm always like, here's the hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> the best Instagram lighting is like over by the like, by the way party hashtag. I mean, that's I like wedding now it seems like you can't yes. I mean you can't have a wedding without yes. requiring a hashtag yes and so I feel like I how do you do you enforce that or when you when literally though do you actually have you um, have you committed the hashtag crime yes I've like <laughs> I've tried to force people to have hashtags when they come to my parties but it's sort of like you know no one really did, no one really wants to no. use that it is a nice idea I like as a function I actually think it's kind of nice certainly for like a bride or groom right where right you're like, definitely for a wedding you can see everything but. yes but I just I don't know I am a social media editor so I always like to like talk really <laughs> seriously about my social media content strategy for like my <laughs> your, your first Saturday Saturday party. Party. <laughs> exactly exactly so I get really serious about That's it funny. But um, we were just about out of time. But, um, you know, I actually sort of wanted to ask you guys a little bit more about gift giving since I feel like it's the time. And maybe I'll just choose this one question because I feel like it's a toughie that our readers are wondering about, which is basically like, do you buy your boss a gift? Oh, my gosh. Because I feel like some people say like you give down, like you don't need to whatever. But I just always wonder. And sometimes I think, Joe, I don't think when all the years you were my boss, I don't think I ever bought you anything. No, but you know what's so funny <laughs> that you sorry. say that, though? No, because I, I was always of the mind that you don't buy your 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 boss a gift. And I'd always worked for bosses who I didn't. I never bought Anne when we worked together. Right. Um, our boss's name was Anne, and I don't think I ever bought her a Christmas gift. Then my job after that everyone bought the boss a gift Uh, and it was like you bought the boss a gift right and so like how did that get communicated to you how did you figure it out i I think people were like what are you getting her Mm -hmm. and i was like 
you're like, oh, that's a uh, thing. Oh, here. Obvi- I'm still thinking about it. Obviously, right. obviously, I knew that. Um, <laughs> but now I wouldn't expect it. I don't think I would. I think that if anyone, I I feel as a as a boss of people, I feel like overly humbled by the idea that they would go and buy me something. Right. I would almost be like, please don't right. save your money and whatever that said I would feel like I would buy my current boss again (laughs) so I'm like I would say I don't know I think it depends on the relationship but I don't know what do you are you guys yeah is your boss listening I know I'm like Helen what are you gonna get Amy (laughs) (laughs) stressing me out all of a sudden Uh, no I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I don't know what do you think I okay so over the last few years, now that I manage a team of people, I would not expect them to get me anything and actually would actively like not, I like love my team so much and I would actively not want them to spend their measly salaries totally. on me. Um, but I basically, I feel like I want to give down. Like I want to give them gifts and I'm interested in doing that for them. And I feel a little like more nervous about sort of like giving up. It's also, this is like really specific to us at this table, but I feel like it's kind of a weird thing in media because it is true that we get sent so many things. Mm -hmm. Like my boss, Amy O'Dell, who's the editor of Cosmopolitan.com, like she gets sent a lot of stuff. So I'm almost like, I can't give you anything that is like nicer than like all the like cool swag that you know all the like vendors we work with and all the you know like brands that we feature you know all of these people that she has professional relationships with that do holiday gifts I sort of feel like it's hard for me to compete with that so I don't know I think if any of my the people that I managed gave me a gift I would feel really surprised and touched and like would be really happy but I would question my own motivations giving my boss a gift, right. you know, just personally, because I used to when maybe I was super junior and just starting out. And it was always maybe like sucking up too much. Right. And so I've stopped since because after that, it, it, it was meaningless. Like I would give them a gift and then what? Like it didn't actually do anything for me. And it's not like they ever gave me anything. No, but it's It's like, why was I doing that? No, it's true. I feel like, because even now, now you've got me thinking, I'm like, well, what the hell am I going to get Kate for for Christmas? And I'm actually like, um, hopefully she's not listening to this (laughs) because I'm about to give away my secret. But I was like, I know she really likes butterscotch. Like maybe I would make her like a a batch of butterscotch cheesecake bars or something like that. You know what I mean? Like I I feel like something that feels more meaningful than a than than just right. like the any number of things that she's getting from all of the places right. or whatever. I actually also feel like that is perfect for you and your position at Delish right, exactly. and like you are such a good such an excellent cook and baker so I feel like that's, that's kind nice. of a perfect thing and like you would always like wrap it up and make it look all cute so you're like basically you're- learn how to bake right. <laughs> no no but I feel like there's something that's something about the like the touch of something you know that's it that feels a little bit more because I think that then that, then it seems less self-serving a li- maybe yeah. I don't know maybe it seems more sincere I don't know I, right. I, I hear I definitely hear what you're saying though because it's like also, it's like cause I I remember one year I had given the the former boss like a gift card to J Crew was the thing I came up with, which because I knew she loved it. But then I was like, nothing that I like. This is so meaningless right. to, in your life. I, it just I felt so weird. It right. felt like I was like filling a, a a need and not giving a gift. Right, and, like, right, right. Like checking so, off the box. Yeah, it seems silly. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's not I'm the like, point. No, that is definitely not the point. 
Awesome. Well, if you guys listening out there in podcast yeah, land have any more gift giving questions, do not ask me because I have no idea. But please tweet at our wonderful guests. Thank you, Helen and Joe, both so much for answering all my questions. Um, you guys should we sort of end every episode by shouting out our Twitter handles oh. so that people can um, tell you and ask you questions about how many like bottles of wine they need for their next party. So do you guys want to shout those out real quick? Sure. Mine is my name, Helen Jung, which is spelled H-E-L-I-N-J-U-N-G. And I'm at Joanna Saltz. Oh, my God. Do you not say at? Like, what do they say in the You can world? say can at. Like at? Yeah. Um, I'm just Joanna Saltz, J-O-A-N-N-A-S-A-L-T-Z, salt, like salt and pepper with a Z at the end. <laughs> and as always, I am at Elisa Benson. Please don't tweet me any questions about holiday etiquette but you're welcome to tweet me other questions or other thoughts and comments about how fabulous I am at Elisa Benson E-L-I-S-A-B-E-N-S-O-N and thank you so much for listening to Cosmopolitan.com happy hour the happiest hour of your week okay I did it again all right bye 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 This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.